Hello, I am Joshua P. Warren, and this is Joshua P. Warren Daily. My goodness, it is one of the busiest days of the year in my world. It is the Saturday before Halloween. It's October the 27th of 2018. And you know how I've said I know a lot of people who have birthdays around this time of year? Well, one of them is Missy Hill. This is Missy's birthday. Now, investigator Missy Hill has been a great friend of mine for many, many years. She and her husband, Ron, both are into uh, sky watches with night vision and investigating every kind of spooky thing and, and conspiracy you can imagine. They've been with me on many travels as far away as Puerto Rico, and uh, in fact, earlier this year, they came out here to Las Vegas for my event here, and um, Missy was born on October 27th, but get a load of this. She didn't realize until she heard my recent podcast that she was also born at 1.39 a.m., the exact same time I was born on my birthday of October 25th. Isn't that weird that you would know somebody for years and realize that you have birthdays that are close together, you know, two days apart? But what are the chances of, you know, having that on your birth certificate or whatever that you're born exactly at the same time? That's pretty wild. Um, so Missy Hill... You know, she is always out there uh, innovating, exploring, and one of the things that she does is host the Haunted Biltmore Village Tours that I produce. Now, of course, Biltmore Village is a few miles down the road from uh, downtown Asheville, where we have the Haunted Asheville Tours. So Biltmore Village is right there at the doorstep of the Biltmore House. Uh, which, of course, is the largest private residence in America, built by George Vanderbilt back in the 1890s. And it is a world-class destination. And so we don't do tours there regularly because it's just set up a little differently that makes it a little trickier for that. But this time of year especially, we do offer haunted Biltmore Village tours. Uh, we need a minimum of 10 people, but that's no problem this time of year because we have groups that want to come and do that tour. So if you're interested in taking the Haunted Biltmore Village tour, uh, go to hauntedashville.com and you'll find a link there where you can email us and uh, I'll put you in touch with Missy and we'll see if uh, if you can come on one of her tours. In fact, on October the 31st, we have a special arrangement made with Ruth's Chris Steakhouse right there in Biltmore Village. We've done this now for, uh, I guess, three or four years. They have a, a Halloween celebration. They put together a special package where you get to dress up, go to Ruth's Chris, and then they have a special Halloween-themed menu that they put together. And you buy this package, and as part of it, then you get to take before you eat um, the Haunted Biltmore Village Ghost Tour. It's all put there together in a perfect evening. I don't know if they have any more of those left. I know they sell out just about every year. But if, if you want to do something really special and classy and go on a really cool date on October 31st, contact Ruth's Chris there 
in uh, Biltmore Village in Asheville and see if you can get a ticket to go on their uh, their special Halloween tour October 31st and then you'll get to meet Missy Hill as well uh, but if you'd rather stick to the downtown Asheville experience well on October 31st the tour that night is going to be led by investigator Christian McLeod that's right Christian McLeod <laughs> Christian McLeod the cryptid guy he is the president of the Asheville Cryptid Society, and he also, of course, is a part of M&D Paranormal Investigations. And so, as he leads the tour that night, on October 31st, he's going to have the other investigators there from M&D. So, he's going to have uh, Daniel Hurst and uh, Marina. You might He calls them tiny and slim. They're going to be there with a bunch of investigation equipment, and so... As opposed to this simply being a walking tour where you just walk around and hear stories and stuff, uh, they're going to be there doing an investigation at the same time. And so you can participate in that, especially if you're the type of person who has your own equipment, bring it. You know, if you want to get some good photographs, bring your best cameras. I mean, this is going to be a very interactive, special Haunted Asheville tour downtown on October 31st. So you've got some great options, and both of those are available. at hauntedashville.com hauntedashville.com that is my company I produce and manage all this stuff so you know you're going to get the real deal and it's going to be a good product and you know it's kind of funny because you may have seen in the media that there is a big petition out there to change the official date if you want to call it that I guess of Halloween Um, A bunch of people who are part of some kind of a Halloween sales association are spearheading this. And they are saying that instead of having situations like we have this year, where October 31st falls on a Wednesday, that we should instead always switch the official celebration of Halloween to the Saturday before October 31st. And their explanation for this is, is that we know that there are kids that want to go out trick-or-treating. Well, they're going to be in school all day. And so by the time they get home and then they get dressed up and go out, it's going to be dark. And so it's going to be much more dangerous. And and then, you know, by the time they, they get back home, well, it's harder to get, you know, back to a normal life wash off your makeup put on your regular clothes eat your candy and get in bed and when are you supposed to do your homework and all that before you have to get up in the morning and it's tougher on mom and dad these are the arguments that they're making that it makes more sense for halloween to just be on uh, a saturday where the whole day can be devoted to nothing but fun events you can get out and do things when it's safe during the day um, you know, the adults can be around the whole time. Uh, you've got the next day to recover, blah, blah, blah. And you know what? They make some logical points. Um, and I do understand why that it would be more profitable for people who are in the business of selling Halloween. Because what you're doing is you're expanding the opportunities for everybody to get involved and and buy more stuff and do more stuff if you have this full day experience. I mean, for example, I am one of those people who would probably make more money because uh, even though we have our busiest night the Saturday before Halloween, uh, if 
Halloween happens to fall on a Saturday, then it is just absolutely bonkers. I mean, it's so it's so crazy that I have to add a bunch of extra tour guides and everything to just try to accommodate it. It makes a big difference when Halloween actually falls on the weekend. But, you see, the way I view this situation is, even though you can make a lot of good... Um, you can you can you can give a lot of good reasons for why you should do this. Uh, I don't think that it's important enough to to uh, pursue this idea, and the reason is because people already, as I was just mentioning, are in many cases hosting their big Halloween celebration um, on the Saturday beforehand, or or maybe the Friday beforehand. People already do that, you see. And just about any town that has some kind of a significant uh, Halloween festivity uh, has something that they do during the day on the weekend before Halloween. So I don't think it's really going to change that much. But also, I understand the, the case being made like, well, it's dangerous and inconvenient for kids to have to be forced to go out at night and go trick-or-treating. But frankly, that's the point. The whole point is for it to be something spooky and creepy and weird and to go out there when it's kind of dangerous. And yeah, you might get hit by a car. You might get kidnapped. You might have somebody put a razor blade in your apple. You might get abducted or something. You don't know what's going to happen. You know, that's part of the, the fear. If you don't, if you don't want that, don't go out and do this. Trick or treating is creepy. And if you've got some tiny, tiny little kid that shouldn't be out there at night running around trick-or-treating, well, then, you know, maybe you should just say you're not old enough to trick-or-treat. So, look, these are just some of my thoughts. So, I, I don't know. I think if, if we officially changed it on paper so that we celebrate Halloween now on the Saturday before, I don't think it would change anything. I think the people who are into October 31st would still celebrate October 31st, just as it has been done for uh, hundreds, if not thousands of years. And then you, you, you still have those people, just like you do right now, who uh, they, they, they don't want to do this on a weeknight, and so they take advantage of the weekend before. And uh, so I don't think that it's worth having some big to-do over changing when Halloween is going to be. In fact, what you could do if you have kids and you don't want them to go out and trick-or-treat on October 31st this year, get your trick-or-treating done <clears throat> to whatever extent you can today or tomorrow. And, and it doesn't have to be some huge thing. Take them to two or three houses, you know, take them to people you know. You know, that's always a good idea. And then on, on October 31st, plan a, sort of a special little night at your house. When maybe uh, you have a pumpkin carving contest, or, and you have a bowl of punch there, you light some candles, you put on some spooky music, and watch some classic Halloween content. You know, I've told you that you know, as an adult, uh, over the past few years, I've enjoyed watching this horror movie called Tales of Halloween. But actually, let me tell you a couple other ones that Lauren and I love to watch. We just watched these two last night. First off, of course, my favorite is the old Disney's version of The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. It's about a half hour long, and I mean, it's one that's narrated by Bing Crosby. And uh, it's just one of the most classic pieces of Halloween entertainment ever created. 
and uh, I was able to purchase it streaming off of Amazon. But uh, you got to know what to look for because on Amazon, here's what they call it: they call it the Adventures of Ichabod and Mister Toad. So, uh, so if you go on there looking for the Legend of Sleepy Hollow. You, you might not find it. But if you search Amazon for the, the Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad, then for a few dollars you can purchase this and you can stream it. So I've got a Roku, so I just streamed it, you know, and we had a great time. And then here is another one of my personal favorites you don't hear very much about, the Garfield Halloween special. Now, by Garfield, I'm talking about the orange cat, you know. Well, back in like, I don't know, the early 80s or something like that, might have been around 84, um, there was a Garfield Halloween special. It was called Garfield's Halloween Adventure. And right now, uh, at least a couple of people have posted this freely on YouTube. So if you go to YouTube, and again, if you have a Roku, you can do it uh, through the Roku, or you can just pull out a computer, whatever, and uh, you just type in Garfield Halloween, it'll pop right up there. It's also, you know, less than... Uh, half an hour long and uh, just a, a really great fun traditional cartoon and you can get on YouTube and you can look up all kinds of good old fashioned Disney cartoons like the ones the Lonely Ghost which I think inspired the Ghostbusters movies where you have uh, Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck and Goofy and they're going into this haunted house to try to uh, capture the ghosts and of course it's all very humorous and at one point uh, Goofy says I ain't scared of no ghosts and I think that's probably where they got the I ain't afraid of no ghosts thing from for Ghostbusters so you've got that one and then you have oh the one the trick or treat trick or treat where Huey Dewey and Louie they go and they're trying to trick or treat at Donald's house and Donald is he's being mean to them and so they get this witch named uh Let's see, I think her name is, is it Hilda? Yeah, they get her involved. Um, no, it's ha- Hazel. Yeah, that's it, Hazel. They get her involved. And anyway, that. and then there's you got the stuff that's kind of spookier, like uh, A Night on Bald Mountain, you know, where the mountains trans- transforms into this big, scary, demonic-looking figure. Uh, so there's a lot of like cool, easy-to-access Disney stuff that's fun to watch as an adult every year that would also, I think, be great for kids. So have a night like that on the 31st. So, you know, who am I to give you tips on how to handle your your kids with Halloween? But these are just some of my thoughts, since I do specialize in various ways of celebrating the season. Um, in fact, you know, I am having my own little Halloween party here in uh, Nevada, uh, which is going to be coming up the night before Halloween on October the 30th. And, uh, in fact, one thing that's kind of interesting about this state is that this state was actually admitted into the Union on October 31st of 1864. One of only two states admitted to the Union in the midst of the Civil War. The first was West Virginia, and the second was Nevada. But how about that? On October 31st, this state, well, became a state. Nevada, it was called the Nevada Territory. Nevada comes from a Native American word, which means snowy mountains. You probably wouldn't think of that. If you think of Nevada, you think of the hot desert. But no, there are some big old snowy mountains all around here as well. Uh, so I have a, a very interesting uh, next few days lined up. Uh, you know, Forrest Connor, 
my good old buddy Forrest Connor, producer extraordinaire, investigator. He's coming out here to assist me with the party and setting up for my role in the Ghost Adventures Live TV special that will air on October 31st. Now, that's something that you should have the whole family tuning in for. October 31st, Ghost Adventures Live on the Travel Channel. Four-hour special. Zach Bagans has the Haunted Museum out here in Las Vegas, and he actually is closing his museum down right here at the hottest time of the season for business, closing it down for four days just to get everything put in place for this Halloween special. It's going to be an amazing one. He is going to do some things that are truly worrisome, truly scary. And um, as a matter of fact, to be honest with you, Lauren has told me repeatedly that I need to take extreme precautions to protect myself because I'm going to be there on the set when he... Let me just put it this way. He's going to open some things up that have never been opened. And he is going to ask some things to communicate that he has never asked to communicate before. Um, and this is something that, that should be taken seriously. I'm going to be there operating a lot of uh, very dynamic equipment to try to, frankly, enhance what he wants to happen. So that's going to be from, uh, well, if you're on the West Coast here, like uh, California or Nevada or whatever, that's going to air from 5 to 9 p.m. on October 31st. So that means it'll be from 8 p.m. to midnight if you're on the East Coast, they're New York time. Uh, so if you're going to be gone on October 31st and you have Travel Channel, at least set your DVR so you can see this. But, um, man, there's so much stuff happening. I got contacted by the local TV station here, um, the, the big one, Fox 5, and they asked me to take them out on uh, an investigation, and I did. I took them on an investigation of a haunted playground in the area called the Fox Ridge Park, and I got some really interesting results, and I, wa- I was going to share them with you on this podcast, but I'm, I think I'm going to wait because... Um, the guy, the photographer who shot it, said that even though they aired a small version of this on the news already, that he's cutting together a much more elaborate version that I can share easily through social media. So I figure I may as well wait until he gets that final cut done, and then uh, I'll, I'll talk about it a little bit more, and I'll even share with you some of the, uh, the data and pictures and stuff that uh, probably will not make it into the newscast. So, um, it's hard for me to believe it's the 27th and I have so much to do between now and the stroke of midnight on October 31st, but I'm going to do my best to keep you informed and let you know what's happening. So I believe that's it for today's podcast. Got to run out the door. Got to run some errands. This is, uh, always short. It's always free. It's called Joshua P. Warren Daily. And if you go to joshuapwarren.com, there is no period after the P. Go to joshuapwarren.com. You'll find all kinds of cool stuff. The Curiosity Shop. You'll find uh, amazing images in the Gallery of the Strange. You'll find a link to this podcast. And you can subscribe through various means or just follow me on Twitter, at Joshua P. Warren, at Joshua P. Warren. And I will tweet when a new one is available. So... Thank you for listening. 
Thank you for your interest and support. Thank you for staying curious. And I will talk to you again soon.